The Guardian. Welcome to another episode of our COVID-19 series, where I'll be speaking to an expert in exploring a single scientific question. This week, we'll be looking at something that's been getting a lot of attention recently. What role could air pollution play in COVID-19 infections? I would suspect it's still in line with um, our general observations of air pollution, that uh, for individuals, it's a small contribution to risk. But if you're looking across a whole population, a small increase across a whole population is something that you might want to do something about. I'm Ian Sample, and this is Science Weekly. Anna, huge thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And pleasure to uh, to be invited onto the podcast. So uh, my, my full name is Anna Hansel. I'm a professor in environmental epidemiology and I'm uh, uh, the director of a Centre for Environmental Health and Sustainability at the University of Leicester. And how's the lockdown for you so far? Not too bad. It's been really very, very busy. And um, as a scientist, it's uh, it's very interesting times. Great. Well, I'm really glad you're able to join us. One of our listeners, David, has written in to ask us about what role air pollution might be playing in coronavirus infections. Before we get into what's known about that specifically, what do we know about how air pollution affects our health generally? There's quite a lot of research uh, that's been done on this, and it's very clear that um, air pollution is a risk factor for many chronic diseases, and it's a risk factor for mortality. And uh, we're able to quantify that so we know how much the risks are associated with exposure to various types um, of air pollutant and um, there's a a huge amount of work now going on to look at the mechanisms by which air pollution um, affects health and also are there particular stages of your life at which you're more susceptible. And it's much known about the impact of polluted air on our lungs specifically. A lot less than you might think. So people got very excited about the mortality, as you might expect. You know, death is a, is a, is a great focus of the mind. But in terms of how it impacts on the lung, we're just starting to catch up on that. And some of my recent research was looking at air pollution and lung function. So lung function is to do the mechanics of the lung and uh, how much air you can breathe in and out. And uh, we have been looking at that uh, in terms of um, how much air pollution affects the ageing or what looks like ageing of the lung. And um, even within the UK, which has relatively uh, low air pollution levels, um, it looks like it's equivalent to about six to nine months of ageing um, in terms of the decline in lung function that you normally see with age. And I think it's not just a concern uh, for respiratory disease, but also because it's a marker of more general health. And not many people know that your lung function is actually a better predictor of your risk of death from heart disease than your blood cholesterol levels are. And why do pollutants have that? effect on our lungs? Do we know about the mechanism there? Not as much as we might like. We we know that um, different types of air pollution can cause inflammation. Um, one of the main mechanisms that's discussed is about uh, what's called oxidative stress. That's uh, something that would promote inflammation. Another important aspect of air pollution is when the very small particles penetrate into the bloodstream. 
and they can be carried all around the body and deposit in various areas, deposit in blood vessels, potentially also um, deposit in the brain. And that might also cause some localised inflammation that gives uh, increased risk um, of disease. And bearing in mind that COVID-19 is obviously, a res- well, primarily a respiratory infection, do we have any evidence yet that those living in polluted cities have perhaps worse outcomes from coronavirus infections than those in with more cleaner air? Again, it's a really good question. And uh, one of the uh, reasons we first started to look at it is because we've seen COVID-19 in areas of China that have very bad air pollution and northern Italy, which has some of the, the worst air pollution in, uh, in in Western Europe. So there was an obvious question there about uh, is air pollution affecting the risk? It's been looked at in other countries as well. So it's been looked at uh, very recently um, in the US, looking at uh, air pollution levels and COVID-19. And um, there are also some other what we call just correlation studies. There's a very recent one in England um, and another one in Italy. And um, you can certainly see associations between higher air pollution levels and um, higher COVID-19 cases and and death rates. But there might be a lot of reasons um, for that. So it's, it's not necessarily causal and it needs to be unpicked quite carefully. There's sort of three areas that uh, scientists are particularly interested in. So one of them is that um, if you have uh, long-standing heart disease or lung disease, then you're more at risk of having severe COVID-19 um, disease and a high risk of death from COVID-19. And uh, we know that air pollution increases your risk of chronic heart and lung disease. And that therefore puts you at more risk if you pick up the infection. What's particularly interesting, though, is whether you get an extra effect of air pollution on top of that in terms of either making you more likely to pick up the infection or if you have picked up the infection, does it make you more likely to die from the infection? And those are are really, you know, quite important questions to get a good handle on. One of the the, the recent study from the uh, US was from a a Harvard uh, group and um, they're a very uh, well respected uh, um, air pollution uh, research group. And they suggested that you did see um, higher impacts um, of long-term exposure to air pollution um, on COVID-19 deaths than you would expect just through the impacts on higher risks of the diseases that make you more susceptible. And what do you think, or what do they think is going on there? Again, various possible answers. So um, it may be that This study was an association study. It doesn't have all the information that you might want. So, you know, the air pollution levels are higher in very densely packed uh, cities and very densely packed cities are ideal places for the infection to spread because people are living in close proximity. There's overcrowding. You know, there's various factors that might might mean that you're likely to pick up the infection quicker. And we are not able in the current studies to adjust for the infection rate in the population because we just don't have enough testing going on to know who's got mild disease and who's got asymptomatic disease. One thing we have to be as reporters cautious about in medical studies 
health studies all the time is that even if an effect or an association is seen, sometimes the the size of that effect can sound large in a relative sense, but as an absolute risk change, it may be very small. And I don't know if you've had any sense of whether polluted air is having potentially having a large effect on the outcomes of patients or indeed their their chance of getting infected or whether you know it may be there but it's maybe not massively clinically relevant i think that's a really difficult question to answer at this stage i mean it's obviously to get infected you have to be in proximity to someone who's already got the infection um, so, I mean, that's that's the biggest driver of infection. We never, you know, we should never lose sight of that. In terms of how big a role will air pollution have, I would suspect it's still in line with um, our general observations of air pollution, that uh, for individuals, it's a small contribution to risk. But if you're looking across a whole population, um, a small increase across a whole population is something that you might want to do something about. And air pollution is a modifiable risk factor. Presumably, um, cities have seen a pretty substantial drop in their pollution levels as this lockdown has come in with traffic being reduced, factories working less. Do you think there's actually going to be a positive effect on that aspect of our health, at least, because of this uh, time we're all spending indoors? I hope so. <laughs> um, I hope that people get used to the idea that you can have uh, you know, less traffic pollution and, uh, um, and less traffic noise as well. Um, I have to say in the UK, it's, uh, it's, it's more co- slightly more complicated. So we, we've got a lot of the good news about the uh, traffic drops and the drops in air pollution um, in, uh, alongside roads. It's less easy to see that in the non-roadside monitoring stations. And that's because road traffic is only one of the components. And also, we've not had as tight a lockdown in the UK as as, uh, some other countries have had. So we've still had some industry contributions and agriculture contributions. Do you think, though, in places where they are seeing pollution from traffic coming down and factories and so on, that there's going to be an incentive for them to try and keep that pollution level down, whether people are actually finding they not only enjoy that, but um, can maybe help contribute towards it by, I don't know, driving less or working from home more or things like that, maybe flying less. I think people will be really evaluating the the, the difference in their lifestyle um, from this. Um, Obviously, when economies start back up again, there will be a big uh, attempt to catch up and that those economic drives might override the environmental ones. But I really hope that people hold on to, you know, how life can be different and, um, and, and think about the lower air pollution that they've been enjoying and, and the lower noise pollution. Thank you, Anna, so much for joining us and explaining all this to us. I, I really appreciate it. Pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Special thanks again to Anna Hansel this week. As with much of our reporting, the role that pollution could play is an evolving picture. Amongst others, my colleague Damien Carrington has been doing some great reporting on it. Do have a read of his work, including his exclusive on the potential of the virus to be carried on air pollution particles. Head over to theguardian.com. And if you want to send in a question you'd like us to explore, 
it's theguardian.com forward slash COVID-19 questions, all one word. Remember to please stay inside where you can, wash those hands and do stay safe. We'll see you next time. For more great podcasts from The Guardian, just go to theguardian.com slash podcasts.